Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Welcome to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. I'm Roxy and I have an unapologetic approach to everything I do. Y yo soy Ruby, a traditional woman with a modern perspective on life. We're going to be talking about social media, hot topics, pop culture, relationships, politics, sports, and everything in between. Buckle up. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Prepare for takeoff. Three, two, one. Bueno, welcome to another episode of Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Hola, comadre, ¿cómo estás? Bien, ¿y tú, comadre? You know what? I'm really feeling that dark lipstick on you. Como eres poco, como, I'm not going to say pálida. Un poco güerita. Sí, true. Como que te luce dark lips. You got to rock dark lips more often. Really? Yeah. I feel a little mean today. Ay, Ruby mean? I think everybody kind of has a mean side to them, no? Oh, I think so. I think so. So today we have uh, our very first guest that's joining us on the show. We're excited to have you, our boy Perez Hilton. Yeah, yeah. Hello, hola, ¿qué tal? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So wait, so we're doing this in English or in Espanol or both? I would like to do both with you. Sure, I can. I mean, did you ever watch... Well, I, I'm probably a lot older than you both. But oh, when I was growing up... I doubt it. There was this amazing TV show that I used to watch, and there's never been anything like it. It was called Que Pasa USA. Have you heard of this? Yes. It's legendary. It used to be on PBS, which is really groundbreaking. They don't do much of that anymore. They mainly just import shows from the UK and they'll do children's programming. Actually, they don't even do Sesame Street anymore. Now HBO does Sesame Street, but I grew up watching that show. It started then Rocky Echevarria, aka Stephen Bauer, mm-hmm. uh, who I would grow up looking up to because he was this Cuban from Miami who went to Hollywood and he made it. He made it. Uh, but that whole show was in English and Espanol. I don't know, but when I'm home with my friends... Even though we all can speak Spanish, we just speak English. Yeah, because yeah, you were—were oh. you born here? Or were you born in Cuba? I was born in Miami. Oh, you were born in Miami. So you're—you know—you were born yeah. in the Estados Unidos. Yeah, but fully bilingual. Mm-hmm. Me encanta eso de ti. And at home with my kids, I only speak in Spanish to them. I love that. That is awesome. And why was that so important for you? Because I want them to a have an advantage in the workforce and in the world because. The more languages you speak, the more open, the more informed, the more... And it also helps them with everything. That If you can speak more than one language, it helps you with other sub- school subjects. Uh, and also, for me, it's really important to... And not even just for me. I think there's been a huge change in people's perceptions of what it means to be an American mm-hmm. over the last... 30, 40, 50 years, you know, back in the day, if you moved here from another country, it was all about assimilating. I want to assimilate. Uh, it was a whole concept of the melting pot. Now it's the tossed salad. Okay. It's like, yeah, I'm an American and I'm proud to be an American, but I'm also proud that my family was from Cuba yeah. and I want to, you know, 
instill in them the, the traditions that I grew up with, the, the, inform them about the culture and educate them about the history of their family and everything that happened, which was a lot. <laughs> Do you find that your kids kind of maybe resist um, the Spanish language or do are they because I oh, follow no. you I follow you on Snapchat and but I said that you have fun with them you have fun with them and they answer everything in Spanish and well, I'm because like, they only speak Spanish at home it's that not a secret awesome. <laughs> for real I'm, I, I can do that es algo muy íntimo hablar con las personas en español porque es algo que solamente lo hago en mi casa, Entre con mi familia. familia. Y cuando a, a, eh, me, eh, me introducen a alguien, si no lo conozco a ellos, pues entonces me pongo un poco tímido. Oh my God, I love it. Y tiene el acento y cubano, chico. Oh my God, and did you ever think about doing... Uh, Something in, in the Spanish market, in the Hispanic oh, market. Me encantaría. Then what? Yo ¿Cómo creo que, ¿cómo que? What would you love to do in the Spanish bueno, market? Lo obvio sería algo con la farándula. Claro. Pero, pero también me encantaría tener como un reality show. Porque yo creo que Univision y Telemundo no, tiene, no, no, no dan ese tipo de programming. Tienen talk shows, tienen. Uh, ya no tienen Sábado Gigante, pero tienen muchos concursos y diferentes tipos de, de programas, pero no, yo no he visto. Tienen, of course, los, las telenovelas. Yeah, pero actually, Telemundo, Telemundo, Telemundo tiene. Yeah. Yeah. Oye, Telemundo hit me up. Really? O oh, también me gustaría hacer como un modern day take on ¿Qué pasa USA? Eh, como, como hicieron ahora en Netflix que tienen el retelling of um, what is it uh, One Day at a Time mm -hmm. con Rita Moreno yeah uh, so uh, yo me siento muy dichoso que he estado haciendo lo que yo hago por ya 13 años nunca yeah. me hubiera imaginado que hubiera tenido una carrera haciendo lo que hago y que tuviera legs as they say que hubiera durado tanto tiempo porque en el mundo del entretenimiento es muy difícil to, pre to persevere so, yeah and how did you endure. find how did you find your place in this business like how did you say you know what like because I feel like now did I give you too much Spanish I love yeah, it I'm no like, no, no, no but English. you know what I love it I love it I love it we should do something for Telemundo no it's because this is do a, you work for Telemundo yeah she freelances for Telemundo oh tell them to hang me up I have a contract for a year so alright yeah um How did I find my place? Yeah, because I feel like now everyone's into blogging mm -hmm. and, and now the whole blogging thing you know, is up. But I, you started doing that a long time ago. I was a YouTuber before there was a YouTube. And that's like the easiest way to mm -hmm. explain it. I was an Instagrammer before there was an Instagram. Like the whole concept of being a blogger, like it isn't even that common anymore because people don't blog anymore. People now are on Instagram or, on, or they were on Vine. But look, Vine is a perfect example. R.I.P. Vine. Yeah, Vine is a perfect example of how quickly things change in this internet, digital, social world. Yep. And I really just so grateful. And, and it's why... I continue to hustle as hard as I do. The fact that 13 years later, I'm still around. I don't take anything for granted and I want to continue to work. I, I think I a thousand percent, If I, I don't think if I were Latino, I don't think if I were Cuban, I don't think I would have been as successful as I was because from day one, growing up in Miami, my Cuban immigrant parents taught me that it was all about hard work. It was the importance yes. of work. You got to work harder than everybody else. Yeah. You got to work. We are 
God, I'm almost gonna get emotional. Oh my God, get amazing! I, I love gonna, how passionate you are. I was gonna, I was gonna are. cry, but I'm not so crying. I can't. I had to stop us. me off. No, they're like, we are making sacrifices to send you to a good school. I went to an all-boy Jesuit school, and like, you know, we're not buying. We don't have a fancy car. We don't have a new car. I grew up very middle middle class, not upper middle class, not poor, just middle. Yeah. And we're not taking big vacations because we also know the importance of education. And you better get good grades, and you better work hard because that's your future. And that stuck with me. And I always did really well in school. And I don't think I'm that special, but I know that I work harder than any other person I know. I've bled for my job. See, and I think a lot of people don't know that about you, you know? And I, well, and people don't know what it takes to do anything. Yes. Even these YouTubers, that's their, who's, who it's their full-time job. It's hard work. Yep. It's a job. It's a yeah. career. It's yeah. really, except you don't have a boss. You don't have to go clock in. And what I think, I think about it as like, it's discipline. Yeah. Because nobody's making you exactly. wake up in the morning exactly. and say, hey, Perez, you got to update your website. You know, That's, this is what I got to do because I have people that have ads on my website. So the discipline behind yeah. not having to go clock in every day is is more admirable than Well, anything. that's the problem. Like, life can happen for people. They can drink the Kool-Aid. They can lose their sense of self. They can start taking drugs. They can get burnt out on it completely or they could just get lazy. And thankfully, none of those none of those things happened to me. Well, except drinking the Kool-Aid. I did drink the Kool-Aid <laughs> for a while. Kool-Aid oh, totally. It tastes delicious. Does it? But then I had like a big wake up and I'm like, this isn't real. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Let me tell you, I like to dabble in it. I like to stick my toe in the pool, uh, but I don't need to drink the pool water. It's not even Kool-Aid. It's pool water, okay? Yeah. People just it call it chlorine. People call it Kool-Aid, but it ain't Kool-Aid. It's pool water. <laughs> I'm speaking some major truth today. Uh, but yeah, and I think actually the longer you do it, the more perspective you have. Yeah. If it's all new to you, then it's easier to drink the Kool-Aid and, and you know have stars in your eyes, as they say, then it lets whatever it's actually that it's an English saying I'm like is that a Spanish saying Sometimes no, you try to, yeah saying. I know I wasn't you. sure <laughs> so I have a question for you Con, uh, tú obviamente tienes una opinión muy fuerte mm-hmm. in, in entertainment business have you ever taken any backlash oh yes what's the worst you've ever taken the worst what? was actually the best because what happened is in 2010 Prior to 2010, mm-hmm. God, it's, it's everything is like so many years ago because I'm a dinosaur of the yes. internet. Yo empecé en el 2004 Ay. haciendo lo que yo hago hace 13 años. Y en el 2004 era tan diferente la situación, el mundo, todo. En el 2004 no había YouTube, no había Instagram, no había Twitter. Y Facebook solamente era para college students. Y solamente si te invitaban. Era súper exclusivo. It's kind of like Pinterest. Remember back in the days, Pinterest was like invitation only. Mm-hmm. When I got the invite, I was like, wow, I'm exclusive. So I got invited to Pinterest. <laughs> I didn't know Facebook was by invite only back, back in the days. Back then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. So, um, you know, from 2004 to through 2010, first of all, it was all so new and I had no fucking idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And it started off one way I started off doing what I do because I'm a lover of pop culture I love celebrities I love celebrity I love films and TV and music we all? yeah <laughs> so I started off as a fan who had an, a strong opinion and I ended up becoming 
a troll and a hater. And I think that that's also internet culture. Like it's easy to turn into that even though you don't ever intend to. Like sometimes people think, and actually Amber, Amber experienced this herself this week, like an awful incident with some troll on Instagram live. Like people think they have the ability, that they can just say the most vile, disgusting things to other people and they, I don't know. I don't know if they don't think. And there's like no accountability well, for it. Well, they, huh? like, they think either A, they won't read the comment, or B, they want them to read the comment and they want to get a response. Of course. So I started off as a fan and I ended up becoming something that was not a fan and, some per, and, and a person who ended up causing a lot of pain to people. I they, remember your postings back in the days on your website. You would oh, kind of draw on oh, your pictures, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, i draw dicks. I, I, actually, draw I actually enjoyed <laughs> that, and I never it, really found it offensive, but I guess since the story wasn't about me, yeah, I yeah. was like, oh, that's funny. He, he, you know, he drew a penis on somebody, but... Uh, yeah, I guess it I mean, would, it would hurt a lot of people's that now, feelings. It's like also, first of all, I'm like nearly 40 years old. I'm a grown-ass man and a father of two. Oh, my gosh. Your kids are adorable, too. We have a special guest with us. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking about you. You were. I was. Yes, Amber were. Rose just walked into the building. Hi, <laughs> We just said that things just got a little bit hotter than what they already were. Honey. We got the Spanish segment out of the way. I don't think you would have understood it. Do you speak oh, Spanish? I do not. Okay. No, I don't, unfortunately. But we make it easy enough where we translate it where yeah. it'll be super easy to understand. Okay. We won't confuse you. I feel worry. like I understand it more than I can speak it. You know? Yeah, you probably do. If they, if they cuss you out, you might understand that. Uh, so first of all, I, let's what? let's describe what you're wearing. You're very on trend. Track suits are back in case you did not know this. Yes. yes. That's a full on track suit, right? It's it's Ventimans, uh, which is uh, under Balenciaga and they Ooh. did a collaboration with Juicy Couture. Ooh. So they brought Juicy Couture I love back. Track suits are back. Yeah, oh my gosh, I love it. And you're here in the Yes. You know what? Fabulous. You, Amber makes curves look good. Yes. Thank I you. love that because so uh, many women nowadays and, and even fellas, you know, but so many women nowadays are so obsessed with being skinny and not having cellulite. I, I'm right? obsessed and I'm like, with it. If you're a real woman, I mean, it's skinny, healthy, you know what? But not like. Oh, I'm obsessed with it. Like, I want abs. Like, I'm upset. I got to have abs. But but, the, but it, there's a difference. I think that I think you need to do what makes you happy. And I'm it very, makes me happy. Yeah, I'm and, shallow. And I, I don't think there's I'm vain. Not, oh my God. <laughs> think, but you were everybody also pretty is. big at one point too. Huge. Yeah. Actually, I was having this thought on the, at at the gym, like the world is shallow and vain. In addition to being more than that, but like mm-hmm. I'm watching TV and I'm watching CNN because I, thankfully I go to a gym where that's the default station and not ESPN. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I used to go to a gym and ESPN was the station. Yeah. Anywho, and I'm like, wow, everybody even on CNN is like really good looking and they're done up and they have mm-hmm. their hair and makeup done. And I'm like, God, if you're not that, you ain't getting hard. a job. It's yeah. a struggle. It's, it's fucked up. It it's, but it's, you, but it's it almost like you have to be that. Like you don't have to be gorgeous, but you have to be TV presentable in order to be on TV. That's the yeah. truth. Well, we're going to take a break. And speaking of CNN, when we come back, we're going to talk about a subject that it's... Te vamos a dar en donde más te gusta, Mr. Oh. Paris. 
He's like, what? What is okay. she? What are they gonna? Ask? <laughs> They're gonna give it to me. The, 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 the thing I like the most. No, it's it's something that we saw you get emotional over. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Okay? Let's so do it. So we're gonna take it there, all and right. then we're also yes. gonna take it I there with Amber. I cried already. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Legit. I was talking about my upbringing, and well, I'll recap. I was like. I can a thousand percent say that I would not be as successful as I am if I weren't Latino, if I weren't Cuban. Yes. Because from day one, I totally forgot you're Cuban, and I, I know. forgot you speak Spanish fluently. Yeah. Right? From day one, great. Yeah. My, both of my parents, my my two parents who were both born in Cuba, who both left in the '60s, they always instilled in me the importance of hard work. You got to work harder than everybody else, and the importance of education. And if it weren't for that, like programming in my brain Mm -hmm. from day one through age 18, it would not have stuck. And I'm so grateful for that. God bless our parents. They did the best that they could do. And this is why we're all here right now. So we're coming back on Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yo, hola, yo soy Juan Rivera, and you're listening to Risque with Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it. Let's get it. Okay, guys, regresamos. We're back. Wait, I'm taking over your podcast before we get going. So I've noticed on social media, something happened along the way. You became very public with your boyfriend. I did. Was there a conversation? Like, why the change? I like it. I'm all about it. I think it's adorable. Yeah. Kiss cam action and everything. Although I wanted more kissing. It wasn't a kiss cam. Oh, it wasn't? No, that was the miss Yeah, it was just celebrity. It was like. Oh, I thought it was the kiss cam. No, it wasn't. So that's why, like, when when everyone was like, why didn't you guys? I was just like, it wasn't a kiss cam. Okay. It was not. But it it looked like I saw your website and I was like, oh. But, um, yeah, I think, um. I think initially we were just getting to know each other. And then, you know, now we're just super, super excited about each other. And so um, and so we, we did have a conversation. I feel like everyone, you know, that is a celebrity or has a, a big following has that conversation. Like, how do you feel about this? Yeah. And, and if you don't, I would worry. Right. Like it's. It's good to have that conversation. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like, is this too much? Should I ask you first? Do you want to approve the picture? There's there's a conversation. You you had to like define all of those things. Um, I didn't have to. You did. But I did. Okay. I got to, I got to know the rules. He he, wants to know the tea. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I'm like, I got you. I got you here. (laughs) I'm not, this is not even for me. I'm giving you stuff for your podcast. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Teamwork. So if he posts a photo of you with him, do you have to approve the photo first? Um, Honey, we're women. We have to approve photos. On social media. Well, yeah. I, I mean, ideally, me? I would like to, because you know, we're what we're if ver- it's not your angle? We're very much whatever. in love, so he probably thinks I look beautiful all the time when I don't think I look as beautiful. So. Um, I don't, you know, I, I would like to approve the picture. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Right. So Amber, since you're out there in your relationship and, and you know, you've had a few relationships, yeah. how do you feel about PDA? Obviously you're, you're cool I'm with all it, about right? PDA. I'm yeah. all about PDA and, and, too. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, I see a lot of comments and they're like, bitch, you got a different man every three months. I'm like, where? Yeah. Well, who was the last one? I oh my remember. God. Uh, the last guy I dated was eight months before I met Val. 
So I had fucking cobwebs like down there. <laughs> Seriously. You know, and it they was needed just, to be clear, girl. Yeah, and I feel like people get the timeline messed up. And I'm like, it's been so long. And, you know, I finally found a guy that I'm really into and we're having a blast. And it's just like she's with a different guy every week. And it's it's so annoying. But at the end of the day, I'm all about PDA. I'm all about living my life the way I want to live it. Um, I want to post what I want to post. It's my social media. If you don't like it, don't follow don't me. Follow me. Um, and just get over it. And guess what? And if it doesn't work out, which I hope it does, because I'm very happy. But if it doesn't, I'm going to date someone else and I'm, I'm going to move on with my life and I'm going to find happiness either way. I love yeah. that. As it should be. All right. Seriously. One more before I turn the tables back to you. Okay, okay perfect. Go ahead. <laughs> Perez is giving us exclusives here. Yes. All right. Or I'm just, I'm curious. So it's public knowledge. She went to your slut walk. You're really good friends with Black China. Yeah. There's been a lot of drama going on with her and Rob Kardashian. Mm -hmm. Does she keep that to herself or does she talk to you about it? Or do you say, hey, what's up? I read this. How you doing? No, I never say I read anything because it's I don't want anyone to do that to me. Mm -hmm. um, China's like my sister. So, yes, we talk about everything. I know everything. I, wouldn't, I will say the misconception, what I see a lot of people say is that she's a scammer and she used Rob and she had a, a, like... They met and they fell deeply in love with each other. China has done so much to to try to help Rob in a lot of ways. And, you know, they came together and they made a beautiful baby together. And it's really, um, it, it's unfortunate that, you know, they are famous. And, you know, and sometimes you get in your feelings and you have a following and you kind of want to vent. Mm -hmm. And then people make their own opinions about exactly what's going on. They pick and choose sides. But really, the average person goes through a lot of bullshit in their relationships. For sure. It's just yeah. not on the level of Black China and Rob. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's probably no worse. One's on that, the no, day no, no one's a, on that level. No, like, the other day. Because people are paying such close attention. Yeah. The other day, I had a girl write to me on Snapchat that she found her man cheating on her through Snapchat, and he was fucking her sister. What? That's bad. Yeah. That, that, that's Whoa. on a but way that's, higher but level, that's, but they're not public That's what I mean. No one gives a shit about those people. Yeah. Yeah. They give a shit about China and Rob. But and at the end of the day, watching. they're very normal yeah. people. They're very great, normal people. I was with both of them last night, um, and they they very much love each other. So last question. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's it. Last right, one. Last okay. question. <laughs> because you're so close to that and you see it, if... E said, hey, Amber, we want to offer you $5 million to do your own reality show. Would you do it? It's not that I wouldn't do it. It's just that I'm the only child for my mom. I don't have a huge family dynamic where it would be a soap opera, like the Kardashians. You probably would have to like, fabricate a lot of shit. Yeah, I mean, they, they have all the sisters and then their relationships and, the, you know, the mother has a relationship. I don't have that family dynamic, so I don't think my reality show would be as great. I would be on your show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he wants you to get a show so he could yeah. be on it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, if I, if, if I had an extended family or maybe, you know, another child or... or you know, so the doors open um, people of decision making abilities. Yeah, you know, but uh, right now it's just it's just me and Sebastian and my team. So your little pumpkin. Know, I love pumpkin. your little videos you put of Sebastian on, on Instagram. I love that. And I love that you put just enough. You don't put too much. 
Yeah. Because people don't need to know all that, right? I don't like to put I don't like to put a lot cuz when you talk shit about my kid, that's when I have a fucking a attitude. Yeah. Yeah, it's and a problem. So, now I'm I'm when I post him, I'm taking the I had the option comments to take off, the comments yeah. off. And so I do that like I show him to the world and how beautiful he is and amazing he is and I shut the comments off. Yeah, people, oh, I mean, we live in a world where people will even make negative comments about a kid. And you're like, really? What world well, do you Well, they'll be like, can you cut cruel? his hair? Can you comb his hair? I'm like, he's playing. He Or he just woke up. Or like, <laughs> I don't let those not opinions fucking, bother me. Yeah, so ridiculous. So, go ahead. I actually, no, I don't invite him. Your like, kids are so beautiful. I actually would rather they leave that comment there that doesn't bother me than not leave that comment there because... Like, I don't want them to think I'm giving them power. True, yeah. Like, it does. It really doesn't bother me. Leave your comment. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, my God. How did you get there? I don't know. Just being around for 13 years. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> the kind of like, like nothing phases you after a while, right? Good. You're like, hey, we're going to talk. It's, it's like that for me. You can call me every name in the book. I don't give a shit. You never see me on like comment creeping. Amber's clapping back. I, I don't clap. Never. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, because a lot you of know, people I'm do just, and they think they're not being watched. Uh-huh. I literally, I don't care. But when it comes to my kid, I get extremely angry and I want to I want to fight with people. And, you know, it's just, it's not healthy. So I'd rather just take it off. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, now it's my question for you. <laughs> because I saw how emotional you got uh, when Donald Trump won. I cried so, then. <laughs> Are you ready for the next four years? Actually, I made a video earlier today about him because, you know, when we're recording the podcast, we're, you know, less than 24 hours until he gets sworn in as president. And I said this, I said, I'm feeling a little cynical about politics because I was really invested, not just in this election, but in, you know, the 2008 election, the 2012 election the midterm elections, you know, and voting for people that I think will do good work for, for us. Mm. But now I'm kind of disenfranchised and I, and I almost am at a point where I think it almost doesn't matter. Right. And here's why, you know, what makes America truly great Americans. And I don't say that as a basic stupid thing. I truly mean that this country is filled with innovators. This country is filled with, the people that created the platform you're listening to this on, whether that be Spotify, iTunes, directly on Playdiet.it. This country created Apple and the iPhone. Yeah. This country has the entertainment companies who make the movies that are watched by the most people all over the world. The global film industry is really the American film industry. And this is the country that employs those people. And we're going to continue to innovate and we're going to continue to employ people. And we're going to continue to be great because we have the most awesome people here. Yeah, we definitely do. (laughs) (laughs) Perez's mom's phone is off the hook ringing. So, okay. So I'll, I'll chime in. Uh, I agree. You know, I get a lot of questions from women. They're like, how do you feel? Because Donald Trump is, you know, uh, known for sexual assault now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I put it like this. If I, if I really stop my life for one guy that treated me like shit or did something fucking stupid, I, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't have a voice, you know? And I feel like we can only hope for the best. I mean, listen, I would love for Donald Trump to be the best president we ever had. Me I too. can only hope for that, you know? Um, unfortunately, I don't think that's going to be the case. But at the end of the day, um, we fucked up as Americans, you know, putting him in office. And now we have to suffer the repercussions. 
we also all have a voice and that's what's great about America that we can continue to strive for greatness, even though he's in office and make changes in our own communities. Um, and, and through social media as well, there's so many regular people that have a huge following that can, mm -hmm. you know, make a difference any way that they can. Here's yeah. a question for you. Chrisette Michelle. Yes, she's from mm -hmm. Philly. Is performing. What are your thoughts? And she's on getting that? a lot she's of backlash. The inauguration. She's getting a lot of you heat. You know, I saw I saw what she wrote, and I think it was pretty much like you know what I just said. At the end of the day, we can't change we what can't. happened. So she's basically like, "Let me go get my money. Let me use my voice, you know, to represent everyone that's not going to be there." And I kind of understand that. I, I understand that. Um, I mean, Steve Harvey's getting a lot of heat, too, for meeting with uh, with Trump. And he's just saying, you know what? I just want to focus on urban development in the communities. And he's like, I, everyone's like thinking that it's kind of like but, a setup. But listen, but this is the thing, though. Trump is going to be in office. For four years. But that's it. <laughs> and there's nothing that we can do about it. So we either shit or get off the pot. We, there's some... We have to get in there some way and try to make a change mm -hmm. at this point. We have no other choice. You know, we can g try to get him impeached and then Pence will be in office. And then we're I fucked the, again. Even though he's awful, yeah. I think he's better. Well, he's it's better because I feel like he he will play by the rules yeah. more than Donald yeah. Trump will. Mm -hmm. um, he but won't like totally say, alienate the rest of the world yeah. from us. Yeah. Well, it's like that saying, better the devil you know. Like, we know Mike Pence. We know who he is. We know yeah. what he's about, even though he's awful and don't did, agree with it. Did, mind you, did you see uh, all the LGBT community dancing, dancing in front of his house? Gay, <laughs> gay, gay, fuck no, gay. I didn't it was hold so on, amazing. Yeah. Wait, I, it's dancing like, in front of who When was the song they were uh, dancing to? Oh, my God. I'm going to find it right now. Uh I don't, I don't remember the, the I, LGBT I community. Listen. I didn't. I didn't. But I, I didn't watch with the the volume on. It was amazing, by uh, the way. Yeah, there was like a protest outside of his house in Maryland, like right by, DC, like outside of DC, and they just had a dance-a-thon basically outside of his house in protest. Oh my god! Because you know he used to believe in, or I think he might even still believe in reparative therapy. That yes, that if you go to therapy, the gay way. Is that the the oh big? Oh my god! Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> I wanna feel the heat with somebody. somebody. It's a full-on dance party. Wow! That is so cool. He actually did believe that, that if you went to therapy <laughs> yeah. for a while, you could not be gay. Yeah, he doesn't believe in condoms or well, a actually, bunch of things. I I don't know if I talked about this on Loveline, but. When I was maybe eight years old, my parents sent me to therapy. I know a lot of Latino <gasps> parents that they do that to, to their therapy kids. Because they kind of knew at eight I They're was They're like, gay. se le metió el diablo. They knew I was different. <laughs> so they sent me to a therapist to hopefully try to cure me. But thankfully, it wasn't one of those therapists. It was just a normal therapist. And the therapist said, at that age, they kind of like have you play games and draw and do stuff like that. And they're like, he's just an exceptionally bright, normal kid. What were you yeah. doing? Just drawing p pictures of penises? But they didn't no, give you any hormones. Like, yeah, he's definitely that. gay. Yeah, there's nothing we can do to change him. I boy next door. <laughs> but, and we, but it wasn't and sexual. And you were eight? It wasn't sexual. We got naked and rolled around in the dirt. I don't remember what, why or what happened. All I remember is... We got naked. I feel like kids do that. Even straight boys, I feel like they they've done. I've heard stories of like grown men that like it, they're not gay, but they've done like you know kind of semi gay things. I don't when think they were the, young. the kid I did it with is gay. Or ended yeah, up being gay. 
So yeah, that happened. Well, it ha- it's also it's also a different generation. Yeah. Um, and they don't get it, but then I feel like your parents obviously get it now. They do. You yeah, know? she does. And so, um, and it's a learning process. I, that's what I with feminism, especially when I talk to guys, they're just like, "What the fuck is a slut walk? You're promoting promiscuity." And I'm like, "Okay, listen, you're ignorant to exactly what I do. Let me explain it to you. Let me educate you on exactly what it is. And if you open your mind up to change, then this progression, you know." Yeah. You're you're learning something new, and I feel like with the older generation, if they could, you know, come around, then it's good. And but Amber, Pence needs to come around. He needs to come around. Amber, who are some of the women that you look up to or admire? Whether it's a family member or a public figure, who's somebody that you can say growing up you didn't want to be like her? Because I definitely feel you're in your own lane, and you're not like anybody. You're Amber Rose, right? Mm-hmm. But who do you admire? Because I think we all kind of admire. Well, I would say women. first and foremost, my mother. She she was very strong, and she's the one that gave me my confidence. She told me that I could do anything, um, even when I felt like I couldn't. Um, also, I would dress myself at a very young age and look like a clown because I have pictures. <laughs> and my mom would always tell me how amazing I looked. That's and awesome. so and so mm. when I went to go shave my head at eighteen years old, uh, my mom was like, "Yeah, I can do it. Like that's what you want to do. You should do it." Um, it's You've she had has your a perfect head since eighteen, fourteen years. Because yeah. you have the perfect, wow. you have the perfect head. head. Thank you. Yeah, it's not everybody can pull um, that off. Thank you. Thought about growing it out. I really can't now. It's kind of too late. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, that's your trademark, though. Yeah. Um, and Madonna. Oh, oh Madonna. But you know what? It, it helps that you have a pretty face. Thank you. Be, my mom is in the middle of. Uh, she's gonna be sixty soon, and she wants to shave her head off. She should. And because the thing is, she has ganas. She has gray hair, uh-huh. and she's tired. She's over dyeing her hair, so she's like, "I'm just gonna shave it, so my whole head could be white." Do and it. And I'm like, she had a client tell her the other day that it was super liberating. Would you say it's liberating when you 100%. did it? One hundred. What did you feel? You know, um, I've. How can I say this without sounding extremely conceited? Now conceited. I, <laughs> I've been blessed with beauty from a very young age. I, I mean, I used to cause car accidents back in Philly. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, what? Just walking and across the street? I mean, it was crazy. Cool. In my neighborhood, <laughs> I, in my neighborhood, I was the shit. Like you know, and so <laughs> <laughs> I said I didn't want to sound conceited, but when I shaved my head at eighteen, walking around Philly. I mean, it was a whole other level of like breaking neck. Who the hell is she? Where is she from? She's definitely not from this neighborhood. You know, she belongs somewhere else. And that's, you know, um, but it was the confidence behind it as well that my mother gave me. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't hiding behind anything anymore. And I didn't give a shit. And they threw on my shades and it just became my signature look at a very young age. Um, Yes. You're going on tour soon, right? Oh when my gosh. That, when okay. does that start? Hold on. Coming back, we're going to oh. talk about... Are you going on the road with her? Maybe. Oh. You never know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. Amber Rose Presents Risk Game with Roxy and Ruby. We're coming right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, it's your girl Amber Rose, and you're listening to Two Bad Bitches, Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Turn up. Ya regresamos y nos acompaña por eso que usted ni la que no tiene nada. Uh, no. The la boss. Jefa. Oh, the la boss. Jefa. <laughs> How are you? Okay, you guys. We have questions. Paris has a lot of questions. 
What's your first question? I think question? it's good to be inquisitive. Yeah. Yes. Definitely ass, ass no, away. So, so, Amber, you're known to be an author, an actress, fashion yeah. designer, producer. Now you're a talk show host. I mean, oh, my God, there's so many titles. You're a mom. You're mm-hmm. a daughter. You're a girlfriend. What's your favorite title of all? Mom. Mom? Yeah. And professionally? Um, professionally, uh, f- feminist author? Maybe. Okay. okay. It took me a year to write a book. I mean, that was a, a huge accomplishment. Like, I really put a lot into my book. Um, and to have author on my resume is Major. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. How to be a bad bitch. What would you say is that one thing Pick you up need? The book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pick up uh, the book. By the way, I, I have it uh, on audio and I narrate it myself. So if you love my speaking voice, you should get the audio book. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, how to be a bad bitch is um it's really inspirational and it it really traveled far and wide just word of mouth. Um and it's about a vision that you have of yourself. What do you, you know, envision yourself to be and then go and be that and not worry about what society tells you you need to be or what you need to look like. Just do it. I just had a thought. Yeah. Since this, you know, is a, a dual language podcast. There isn't the same feeling towards the word bitch in Spanish as it is in English. In English, like you've reclaimed it mm-hmm. and made it into a positive, but puta. In, hold on, what's the Spanish no, word? Puta. Yeah, no, puta, puta no. Puta's just well, bad. Puta is just I'm bad. I'm Salvadorian yeah. in, 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 in El Salvador. We say like a la gran puta. No, it's an expression. No, cabrona. Cabrona would be in Spanish. Yeah. Just yeah. Soy una cabrona. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Bitch but, is cabrona in Spanish. Yeah. That would puta be. is hoe. Yeah. Oh, puta is okay, hoe. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, cabrona. All right. Cabrona, oh, yeah. I thought, well, you're confusing me. No, but it could also be puta. It would be puta walk. No, 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 cabrona walk, cabrona Cabrona is what you... No, 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 the literal translation for no, the slut no. walk would be puta walk, yeah. yes. No, cabrona isn't really puta. No, cabrona... bitch is perra. Esa es una... Bitch is una perra. That's the literally trend. That's a dog bitch. Like, I, you know, this is also the thing about, about Spanish speakers. Like, it depends where you're from. It depends. In Miami, una, a bitch is una puta. <laughs> yeah, and, and a puta in El Salvador is just an expression like, what up, bitch? It's like, get by, but, but there's not. No, there's in not, Mexico, that's strong. Puta is like. It is strong. Up, in no, Central yeah. America, well, it's not. anyway, we took the word back. <laughs> and you we did. made a negative into a positive. It's a very inspirational book. I know. Yes. I, I wish Spanish speaker in. I, and I, 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 want, I brought it up because like, I almost feel like the Latino community is a little. I don't want to generalize, but we're a little behind. Because it's such a machista culture. Oh, that is true. Much more so than Anglo America, and that's what made me think, like you know, that rec- that that taking back the word hasn't happened. Because I don't think cabrona is puta. Like cabrona is more like feisty woman. No, she's a cabrona. Like, you cabrona. know why? Because there's a book that was very famous. It's called uh, "Por qué los hombres aman a las cabronas." Why, why do men, men love, love bitches? bitches? Which, that's why. Yeah. The, that's yeah, what I'm telling you. Book. Cabrona. Mm-hmm. Cabrona is like someone that's all like, right. All right. That's a cabrona. Yeah, like Amber is a cabrona. Ella es una cabrona. Yeah. I'm a cabrona. Uh, thank Ruby you. A cabrona. <laughs> I'm a cabrona. You're a cabrona too. I'm a cabrona. So, Amber, back to, right? We're asking all kinds of questions. Please. So, you started stripping at 15, right? 15? 15 oh, or was it too young or 18? How old were you? Okay. I will clarify. Um, we, we were homeless. I was homeless at a very young age. I grew up in a neighborhood with strippers and drug dealers. Okay. That's the, the people that had the, the money, the money around the neighborhood. Um, 
that was the first time I tried it. And it was at a hole in the wall club. And it was like the older girl around the neighborhood. She was a stripper. Her boyfriend owned it. Wasn't like a, a, a great establishment. I went, I cried my eyes out. Oh. I was like, there's no, I made $33. I'll never forget it. And they didn't, they didn't ask for ID. They didn't give a like shit. Didn't it was, a, it was like a, a, a pole with a cardboard box and carpet on top. Was, really? Uh, <laughs> not cardboard. I'm sure it was like made of something hard, but you know, it, it was a horrible experience. Mm. And then, you know, being in Philly, um, I had ran into this older lady and she was like, girl, you should go work at Delilah's. And I was like, what's that? And she's like, oh, my God, all the rich guys go there, all the businessmen. It's a strip club. And I was like, oh, I kind of did that once, you know, when I was young. And um, I, I was terrified. And she's like, no, they can't touch you there. You know, they have a, a champagne room where you go and you make hundreds and hundreds of dollars and you wear long gowns. And I'm like, oh, this sounds glamorous. Yeah, she like, sold you on it. Yeah, and so <laughs> I, I, I still was a little under 18 and I got a fake ID and I, I went and I got hired. Um, and, uh, and I was a dancer for a while, which honestly, 18 and... I, I, 18 and older when I was dancing was one of the best times of my life. I'll be, I love that. I'll be honest with you. I had so much fun. Um, I don't have any sob stories. Nothing crazy happened. I went to work with a bunch of amazing women. Um, they were all kind of came from different walks of life. Do you still talk to them? And yeah, I do. Oh. I do still talk to a lot of the girls. Um, and they were just amazing girls. And it was, it was, it was in my early 20s and it was a party every night. That, well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, is that an experience work doing that kind of work that you could do without drinking? Or did you have to like, no, I didn't, I didn't drink. I was very drink? focused. You were so really, I was very, very focused. I mean, my 21st birthday, I was pretty fucking wasted, <laughs> but you know, for the most part, I didn't drink a lot. I didn't have to wow. get wasted to go up there. Like I said, it wasn't a raunchy club. It was a very upscale club. Um, and, um, I had the time of my life. It was a party every night, you know, and there was a lot of cool guys that would come in. They weren't like pervy. They were just like, you know, bachelor parties or like business guys that kind of, they didn't want much, but to sit next to a pretty girl, have some conversation, maybe a drink and a lap dance yeah. and they would just did, give you money. Did that make you, um, understand men more? Oh, absolutely. Really? Yeah. So that makes you a better. Well, I learned how to seduce now. a man with my eyes. Yeah, and so um, you know, before became, Tyra was doing it, oh, you, smizing you invented was, the smizing. It was it was already done very young. Yeah, I probably at eighteen. I had this. I talk about it in my book. I had this older woman, uh, Autumn. She uh, she taught me how to seduce a man with my eyes. Okay, so let's talk about that because there's a lot of women that are clueless. Yeah. And they think that right away they just got to give up the nani. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that completely disempowers you unless you know what you want right away. And that's yeah. all nothing it wrong is. with giving there's it up. There's nothing wrong with it, right? I've had it's boyfriends not. that we hooked up the same night and I've lasted like five years with them because yeah. it was like we wanted each other so bad. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with it. But back to what you were saying, you there's other ways to seduce, to pull a man towards you to just like for sure right so let's talk about that how well the, well the thing that you learn with dancing is that it's not about you it's about them you don't mm. go up to them you don't tell them a sob story it's not a it's you know your life is amazing 
What about the guy? What is he going through? Be in tune with that. Stare in his eyes. Make it look like you love him. You know, damn. Even if you love don't, that. that is game. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was too powerful. <laughs> like, I mean, like I would, I would, try, I would not look at you. Like if you were to give me the stare down, I'd be like, oh, trust. You know how many times I went up to a guy, um, and I was just like, you know, my my name was Paris. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, hi, you know, I'm, I'm Paris. And he'll be like, you're not my type. And, you know, just kind of be in a mood, you know, in a bad mood. And then I would say, um, I would say, I'm, you know, I'm so sorry. I, I saw you from when I was on stage and I don't know. I just thought you were so handsome and, you know, you just. And with that voice, <laughs> high, oh it was, oh, I'm sorry. I was rude. Yeah. I'm so, oh, I'm so sorry. I was rude. Yeah. Do you want to drink? Um, I don't really drink, but I'll take a cranberry juice. So what do you do for a living? You know, and then it would just be like, wow, this girl's amazing. And then it, they forget that they're, they're actually in a strip club. They no longer really want to lap dance. They don't want anything sexual from you at that point. They actually want to get to know you because you wow. have the gift of gab. You stare them in their eyes. The conversation is all about them. You don't really talk about yourself because who gives a fuck? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. They 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 want it to be all about them because they probably have that home. It's all about marriage. their wives and their kids and everything like that. What about you? Make it all about them. And Damn. um and yeah, and she taught me all that. She Do taught you me intimidate men? Oh a my lot. God, to, to the point where, like, I'm surprised I even have a boyfriend right now. <laughs> really? But you're so sweet. I get a really yeah. sweet vibe from you. Like, even the way you talk to your son, mm-hmm. I can imagine that all walls go down when you're in a relationship, right? You're, yeah, you're very but- guarded because you're a public figure. But when you're in a relationship, you seem to be vulnerable. Which is a good I, thing. I, I think am, a lot of women my, need to learn. My lawyer know. always says, everyone wants to date Amber Rose until you date Amber Rose. <gasps> and and he says that because, you know, um, I am a sweetheart, but I'm also a boss. I also have employees. I have businesses. I, you know, I have this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. I, there's, there's a lot of things that I do. And it also becomes very intimidating for a man because when my birthday comes around, what can you get Amber Rose that she doesn't already have for herself? a card, a poem, something, you know, just something sweet and thoughtful, but they don't think about that. They just, all of a sudden it's like, ah, I can't do this. It's it's too much. You know, it's, 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 it, it gets, it gets to a point where I have to kind of, which I don't, but it seems like I have to dumb myself down in order to make a man feel superior. And I'm not that bitch. It's just never going to happen. So you're either secure in your manhood and you can deal with me also deal with the fact that I'm in show business, that I have a show. I will talk about sucking dick freely. Yep. <laughs> I'll talk about the threesome that I had, which was horrible, but I had it and I'm and and it's okay. Um, that I am a sexual being, especially on my talk show and my podcast, I don't hold shit back. So if that makes you uncomfortable, then you one hundred percent cannot be with me. What's been like one of the most creative things that a man has done for you? Cause I could tell that you do get blown away by the simple things, right? I do because I don't get them, babe. You, like I said earlier, I used to walk around Philly and cause car accidents, and then I become, fa- excuse me, then I become famous, and nobody talks to me. Like guys don't say, "Hey, I would like to take you out one time and get to know you." It's kind of like through a DM or through a homeboy that like knows someone, and then you know because you're famous, you can't go out on a date. You have to either go to his house, he has to go to your house because if you're seen out. 
you're automatically a couple <laughs> when you don't even fucking know him like that. <laughs> and you're just like, you know, and then you wind up going in the bed, making out, and you're just like, fuck, I really don't like this guy. You know, it, it's, <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, and you know, I think a lot of people get so infatuated with this whole fame, right? Especially nowadays. I feel like people want to be famous for no it's real being reason. famous is horrible. And Did I would be the first to, to tell you that. Do you agree? I mean, at this In point, I'd rather be super rich, <laughs> like <laughs> Oprah money. Give me, give me. Well, but, but what's weird too? If you have Oprah money, if you're that rich, you're gonna be famous, right? So it's like a weird. It's weird. Like, yeah. uh, Mark Zuckerberg. I dropped like, it. Why do people care about Mark Zuckerberg? But they do. He, this is the guy from Facebook. He's a billionaire. Blah blah. blah. Bill yeah. Gates. Everybody knows Bill Gates. Um, I, I like getting free tickets to shows. So that's real nice. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I, I'm in this business. That's what I like. I'm in this business seven years. You're in this business 13. 13. So you, correct me if I'm wrong, but you get to a point where you stop giving a fuck. Like you stop giving a fuck about the scrutiny and shit like that. Yeah. Um, and and so, but I, I kind of feel bad for the newcomers. We were talking about that earlier. Because they just respond to everything mm-hmm. and they just. So thirsty. Yeah. They're just well, like, I, oh, no, this didn't happen. I didn't do this. I, and I remember being in that situation where it's like, no, I never fucked him. I never dated him. And so now when they do that to me, I'm just like, let them think of the fuck they want. I don't really care anymore. <laughs> but be, be honest. Be honest. Both of you. Are there ever nights that you're on social media and you just hashtag your name, like hashtag Amber Rose, hashtag Perez Hilton, just to see the oh, shit every day. people are talking about you? <laughs> really? Do you Not even at night, there, like, like at throughout night? the day. You do cool yourself? Obviously, yes. Oh, yeah. I don't. I used to all the time. I do it every day. I used day. to go to every blog site and see what people were saying about me, and now I, I When I did you stop? When were you like, this is it? Um... Well, it was like spurts. So like after my divorce, I didn't look at shit. I was just like, this is too heavy, bro. Like, I don't want to look at anything because it's just going to make me yeah. depressed. Um, And then like when my talk show came out, I was like, all right, let me see what people are saying about my talk show. So it was, it's like it's like little spurts here and there when it makes sense for me to actually look right. to see what people are saying. Um, But for the most part, I don't do that anymore. Yeah, I, I do you. Yeah, yeah. He, he just said like, the time. throughout the day. Yeah. <laughs> Perez seems like the kind of guy that has like Google alerts on. Like well, any motherfucker's need, talking about me, I, I need to be alerted. Yeah, I don't need to get Google alerts because I check Google throughout the day. I Google myself. Well, I just, I am all about just consuming and knowing. I like to be yeah. know about everything at all times. Well, that's what made you who you are. Yeah. yeah you know? That's- that's yeah. part of your business. So I am a fountain of information. But it's bizarre because then in some ways, like, I know everything. And then in other ways, I feel like I have, like, early Alzheimer's. Like, my friends remember, oh, you remember when we did that? I'm like, really? We did that? Or I don't. No, they do it to me, too. And I'm, I'm just like, like, I don't remember that. I'm just like, remember that one time in Hawaii? I'm like, when no, the fuck yeah. did we go to Hawaii? What are you talking about? <laughs> I feel like that's a gift and a curse, but it's more of a gift because that goes to show that we live in the moment. And when the moment's gone, it's like it's it's over. But also, Life keeps also going. with us, I mean, I'm I'm sure you've traveled the world quite a few times, as I have, and it gets to a point where shit just gets jumbled up, and you yeah. don't remember what city you did what, what in. in. Yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. Although, Unless I mean, I, it was very special. It's so weird. I, I remember so. I remember. I remember. A Do you lot, remember though. when we met? Uh, the first time we met at South by Southwest. Yes, at yes. your party. And you had Aretha Franklin. Ten years ago. Or nine years ago. No, no. Mm-mm. Oh, seven. Se- no, it was oh, seven? No, oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. I didn't meet or Kanye till oh, nine. Oh, nine, yeah. But I was having a conversation earlier 
for what was it for? Oh, Complex Magazine. It's like so weird. Like the 10, 10, 2007, there was so much happening. So this girl from Complex called me earlier because they're doing an anniversary on the Kim Kardashian sex tape. Oh lord! And they're like the Kim Kardashian sex tape. I wonder how she feels about this. They're like it's a ten year <laughs> forever haunt her. And they're like the Kim Kardashian sex tape is what made her famous, and that's what her whole story was about. And I'm like, let me correct you. The Kim Kardashian sex tape did not make her famous. It actually hurt her. And it's a misconception that I'm giving you the scoop. I mean, I don't even know when that's coming out. It actually hurt her. And I really believe that because for the longest time, she was just the reality star and she couldn't dodge the sex tape. And there was a few things that made her famous. Just like I can't dodge Kanye for shit. I'm like seven years later, leave me the fuck alone. Like what made her famous was Paris Hilton. Yes. Because in 2007, Paris Hilton was what Kim Kardashian is And to, she today. hired Kim yeah. to organize her closet, right? Well, she not only she that, was like the stylist. She, she like celebrity. co-opted her, made her her BFF, and they traveled the world together. They yeah. were inseparable. And back then, she is what Kim is now. Right. So like, you know, Kim's best friend is Jonathan Chabon. He's famous yeah. just for being Kim that's Kardashian's true. friend. That's right. true. So Paris made her famous and also He's really nice, by the way. He was, the, I, I, anyway, continue. And also, <laughs> um, the reality show made her famous. Yeah. But sex tape didn't because there have been others that have had sex tape or leaked photos or this or that or the other and haven't achieved the success that they did. And then the third thing that made her famous is Kanye West. Yeah. Because she, when she met him, she had come off that failed marriage. Which one? With the Chris Humphrey. Oh, okay. No, Why did she marry oh, that dude? I still don't understand. True. Yeah. <laughs> she was coming off that failed marriage and public perception about her was so different. Like also, it was, when did she officially get with him? Like 2011? Like fashion brands wouldn't touch her. They wouldn't dress her. They wouldn't have her at fashion shows. And Kanye elevated not just her, but the entire family up. Mm-hmm. Now she's caught up with him and maybe even surpassed him. <laughs> Kanye is beneath her in many ways now. But Kanye, That's Kim, uh, Paris, and the reality show made Kim Kardashian not a sex tape. Yeah. And no, lot- I agree. I agree because I remember being in Philly, being broke as fuck, um, and hating on Paris Hilton. Like people hate on me now. Um, and I've said this a million times. I used to be like, why she's fucking famous for no reason? <laughs> you know, like, who the fuck is this? But all of a sudden, she's fucking famous because she's an heiress and, like, you know, just mad as fucking Philly. So when I see the comments about me now, I'm like, damn, I kind of live that shit already. Yeah. Um, Did you want her to be famous back then? Like- no, I never wanted to be. I still don't. I mean, I, I appreciate it. Let you never visualized when you were in Philly at one point? Like, I, I yeah. knew that I didn't belong there. I knew that for a fact. You were too big for the city. I was way too big for yeah. Philly. But anyway, um, yeah, so I used to hate on Paris. And then <laughs> I seen and then I seen Kim and I was like, who the fuck is this beautiful ass Puerto Rican bitch? <laughs> like, who is she? <laughs> you know? Puerto Rican. And I was like, well, yeah, she, I, you know, I'm from Philly, so it's only Dominicans and Puerto That's Ricans right. that look like her. I didn't even know what Armenia was at the time. Um, and I was just like, she, you know, Kim had it. She had it. And when she came out, it was just like, that bitch is exotic. Go ahead. And you know what, too? Like, I have, like, the I have such a bizarre memory. Like, I don't remember things, and I remember, like, such specific things. So, also, little known fact, in 2007, Kim Kardashian was the first girl 
that Nick Lachey was seen with after his divorce from Jessica Simpson. Ooh, and in what? 2000- they dated? I didn't know that. No, they didn't date. They well, went they on fucked. one date. Right. Like I'm I said sh- earlier. No, no. But I'm sure she tipped off the paparazzi. Okay. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Uh, I'm going to be with Nick Lachey. Take some photos. Yeah. Because she used to do that all the time. Oh she, I, I don't it know. worked. It works for her. Yeah. And and that's the thing. She I the when time. I when I came out, I had too much pride and I was like, because uh, I, you know, obviously you, you become famous, you get like a publicist and they're like, okay, so you're going to go here. Okay. We're going to call the paparazzi. And I'm like, don't do that. Like, no. But as you get into the business more, you realize that everyone calls the paparazzi. Especially, no way. Yes, girl. Okay. How many people right now can you name drop Perez that, has, that calls the paparazzi? Babe, everybody. Everybody. Well, yeah. Listen, That's why they look perfect. Everybody. <laughs> everybody that looks Adele. cute. Yeah. Everybody yeah. that looks cute yeah. in a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Called the paparazzi, 100%. If you look like you just woke up and you're coming out of a grocery store, you got caught up. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, um, but but yeah, if you go out and you're like, fuck, man, I got on a $5,000 dress tonight. Bitch, somebody better take a picture of me. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then you have your moment. You so know, like you whenever can... they catch you walking out, because I, I see pictures of you sometimes on social media walking out with your gym clothes, with your little faja on, whatever. So you call the paparazzi on yourself? She, looks, no. she looks gorgeous and she looks No, healthy. I look sweaty and I have no makeup on. No. But how do they no. know you're there? Honey, Somebody. they know my car. They, they they know everybody's car. I have a I have a Rolls Royce. I have a a um a pink a bright pink Barbie <laughs> Jeep. Right? I mean, and then what's crazy is that they know my escalate as well. And it's just a black tinted black escalate. But I feel like I I don't know if they, they have a tracker on my, my shit. No, mm. that's the car when I'm trying to go, you know, low key. Yes. You okay. know what I love to uh, a complete aside. I, I'm it's because it happened earlier that interview. And then I was talking, then I was talking about Kylie Jenner and how she depresses me because I, I don't Why does fall- she depress you? Why? I, I mean, whatever makes her happy, but like when the Kardashians as a whole burst onto the scene, I really liked them because they were like, wow, a fresh, different alternative. And they seemed quirky and kooky and fun and normal. And as the years have gone on, they've become multi, 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 multi millionaires. And their brand has almost become about wealth and showing it off and money, 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 money. And especially Kylie, like I follow her and it's all about beauty, products, fashion, this, and there's no depth there. And I know plenty of 19 year olds that have depth that are interested in different things. Like if if Instagram was around when I was 19, it would have been all about Madonna. Right. <laughs> it would have been all about I'm discovering New York City and being gay. So it would have been like gay shit, Madonna. Like it would have been more than just and whatever. So like it just, it just so I liked them when they came around. And and anyways, I was just thinking I love that your Insta. And also because like Instagram is and social media should be or it is a reflection of who you are. Mm-hmm. So if you follow you on Instagram, like you get a b- variety of different things. Like, yeah. you, you're like, wow, this is a real human being mm-hmm. who's well-rounded and like it's not I, just selfies. And 24/7. I enjoy following you. Yeah, but I'm like, but God. I, but but Perez, the the difference is. She's 19, I guess. Well, no, it's not that she's 19. We had very, very different upbringings. And it's not about, it's a, the entire family came from a way different place than I did. I mean, my apartment was half of this living room where, where I grew up. So I have a different personality. I have a different mindset. I also have a different type of humbleness mm-hmm. yeah, from you where I'm from. Yeah. And not to say that they're not humble, but um, they haven't experienced Poorness. the life They can never poor. say I was poor. And I was very poor. 
Um, and so, I mean, I was fucking homeless for God's sake. I didn't yeah. have a place to live at 15 with my mother cause she suffered from depression and anxiety. Um, uh, so, you know, that, that's, that's the difference. So like when it does come to my social media, I can post, you know, a normal day because I've lived a very normal life. Um, yeah. and, and I, I like to keep it that way. And honestly, that humbleness, I feel like especially people are so infatuated with reality television, but the reason they're infatuated with it is because that people like real authenticity. But the thing of it is, is that their social medias are authentic to their lifestyle. Exactly. So you Which can't is why really I don't be, like it. You can't be <laughs> mad at them because that's what they live. Well, right. The, you're the right. average person cannot relate. You're right. It is some of them, it's aspirational. Like, I wish I could. I wish this. I wish I could afford that. Or I wish I could have that. But it's like what you said earlier. Like, uh, if, if you can get if, if you get it, it's like you may not really want it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like fame. I almost feel I like did not want fame. the Kardashians are cursed. Like... I do not want that level of fame. I do not want that level of success. Like I'm happy in my own little pond. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be in their giant ass pool. Giant, <laughs> giant ass. ass literally. Okay. <laughs> no, so check it out. Regresando. It's time for a segment we, ha- we have called El Asiento Caliente. Ooh, the, hot like that. Seat. the hot seat has Ooh. never been hotter. <laughs> We're coming back. It's risque with the Roxy and Ruby. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, it's your girl, Amber Rose, and when I'm not busy handling my business, I tune in to Risqué with Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it. Risqué with Roxy and Ruby. These are my kind of girls. We are back. Amber Rose presents Risqué with Roxy and Ruby. Amber, thank you for being here with us. Of course, honey. It, it was about that time to have La Jefa with us present. Yes. Is the first time you've been on your podcast? <laughs> it has. Yes. 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 Extra special. Mm-hmm. Extra special. This has been real good. Oh, yeah. El asiento caliente. You ready? Yes. This is. These are the questions where anything goes, okay? Oh, so nothing's shit. off limits. <laughs> you want to start, Ruby? Uh, yes. Uh, okay, well, this is actually a sexual segment. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Ruby yeah. does that every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ruby just turned it into something sexual. Okay. Ruby, by the way, Amber, oh. give me your opinion on this real quick. And okay. everybody knows this because we kind of talked about this the first episode we had. Ruby hasn't had sex for three years. What? She has cobwebs. And by choice, I would imagine. Because she's the kind of girl... That you need a relationship when she gives up the nani, like you have to be committed to her, he has to be committed three to her. Years. Three, three years, okay, okay. Do you masturbate? Of course, okay. All but right, still, right. I mean, like she hasn't still, had no penetration, girl. I, I haven't had it. sex in 12 months. Oh, wow. oh my god, this not 12 months, years. 11 months. Well, but I'm a gay man. 11 months for a gay man is like three years for a heterosexual. Damn. Well, what's wrong with you? You got spider webs on there too. I, 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 I had a lot of sex when I was living in New York. Because mm. there's just, it's, it's easier. It's a different vibe, yeah. Yeah, it's easier. It's a different vibe. Now I'm here and I go to bed earlier here and I wake up earlier. And well, I don't know, whatever. Anyways. Yeah. Enough about that. But yeah, it's just... um. Girl, <laughs> listen. The, 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 there's there's a saying: if you don't use it, you lose it. Like it's lost. You don't even oh. creep. Well, it's true. It's true because you you know you you gotta you gotta stay in tune with your body. That's true. And you have to you know, especially to orgasm as a woman. 
um, it's already very difficult. So if you kind of don't do it for a long time. Well, to me, it was very easy because I had a really good partner. But then uh, it went south. And she said it was so big. It, it was the biggest she's ever had. So I think she's yeah. kind of stuck on that. That she's probably not going to find that big. Yeah. The again. size really. Oh, there's a lot of big dicks. Really? Around. Yeah. Does size matter? Yeah. For you guys? Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, I size matters. But I mean, it can't be too big either. Because then I'm going to just want to jump off of it. Like yeah. this motherfucker hurts. Because yeah. that happens sometimes. Where it's but too it can't big. be small. I'm yeah, fine with average. Small. What is yeah. small to you? What's average? Else? Four inches. Oh That's gosh, small, yeah. yeah, that it is can't small. be small. Yeah, because then I get what's four inches like two pinkies like together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh that, god, no. I've experienced oh, that. God, Me no. too. It can't be small because then, then I feel awkward. Then I don't like giving it a blowjob or touching because I'm like because it doesn't. Head. You can't give a good blowjob like to a smaller penis. Yeah, well, you can, but then it's like, do they are they self conscious that I'm sucking their baby? No, because they got a dick. <laughs> they got a small dick. It doesn't matter. But actually. If, if, if gay men have penises that small, well, they're almost they're all bottoms. bottoms. And yeah. they'll wear jock straps. So like, you're not even like, so it's like, don't even touch. Are yeah. you a bottom or are you a top? No, I'm not, I wish I was a bottom, but I don't enjoy it. And I don't think you should do anything you don't enjoy. I agree. Like, I've done it, but I don't enjoy it. Yeah. Mm, okay, so so what, what was the question you asked her? No. Ay, se me fue el pedo. Size matters. <laughs> oh, size does size matter yeah, size to matters. you? Is it a deal breaker? Um, I would prefer something on the larger side. What um, is that? Not, um, I don't want a monster cock, as you said. I don't, I don't want anything too crazy because I'm scared of it. But, um, <laughs> and I mean monster, monster cock. I, I've seen a, a few, and I'm like, I'll pass. But I, I prefer something on the larger side. Yeah. Um, but I, I won't body shame. I feel like, you know, I feel like I've, I've you know the my first love i guess you could say back in philly was not that big and it was amazing because i really cared about him yeah that's so true. it just it didn't really matter you know mm. monster cock oh my god <laughs> i love those um okay so what's a deal breaker for you in a relationship a deal breaker yeah, for like, me? Yeah, like, I can't tolerate this. This is not going to work Laziness. Laziness. Yeah, if you're lazy, if you're not a go-getter, I'm a go-getter. If you're not a go-getter, I, I cannot fuck with you at all. Yeah. What As time it, are you up every morning? Are you up I'm early? I'm up 7 o'clock every morning. And what's your, what do you do? Do you meditate since you have such a kind of busy life? Do you meditate? Do you It depends on my work son? schedule that day. Um, Yeah, if, if I have the day off, I'm with my kid all day. Yeah. Um, and I devote that time, you know, with my baby all day. Um, but if my work schedule starts early, I mean, I get up, I get straight in the shower, I get my cup of coffee, I try to get a workout in, um, try to eat something. Like today is, what time is it? It's, it's late. Four something. I had not, I didn't eat all day. Like not one thing. Okay, that's not good. But I had a Your long day. Your assistant is not doing their job. But babe, <laughs> it's it's literally like that. And that's why like my mom, she, she, She's like, oh, you're just out all day. I'm like, mom, I don't even fucking eat, bro. Like, that's that's the lifestyle we live. It's like you eat when you get a chance to eat. But yeah. when you're busy and you're a go-getter and you have meetings, you have shit to do, like, you just got to go and do it. But you know what? I'm going to tell you a secret. The secret is carry apples in your purse. Yeah. That's- carry apples. They're full of fiber. They get your teeth white, even though your teeth are white already. But that and granola bars. Yeah, bomb. that's true. The bomb. Yeah, that's true. Seriously. Okay. Sex choice in the bedroom. Oh. Sex toys. Sex toys. No. No? No bueno. 
No, you I don't, don't like. Se- I would. I would. I don't not- like sex toys. Never been into sex toys. Even when I masturbate, well, I don't what, prefer. Not, maybe not toys, but what about what? like? What? I would have never expected you to no. say no. Nothing. No. So you've never tried like one of those cock rings that you put it on no. when you write them out and it vibrates? No. Nope. It's but it's amazing by the way. <laughs> no. <I've> no. Never- <laughs> really? I mean, would it? Why? I just never felt the need to do it. I'm very. Pa- I'm a very passionate lovemaker. I. I. You know. I love a lot of foreplay all day long. So when it comes to actual penetration, it's amazing. Um, I don't, you know, I, I like to tease throughout the day. Even when I have, uh, you know, a moment to actually have sex with you, I'll probably tease you to the point where you want me so bad. And then I'll be like, all right, let's go out to eat dinner. Ah! You know? <laughs> oh, um, and then when we get back, like the whole dinner is so intense. And then when we get back, it's like fucking fireworks. Oh, my I don't gosh. need I don't need nothing extra. I like it. I like it. I don't usually either, but every once in a while, like, I like, I like, I like, I like costumes, like. Oh, that's cool. Like props. Like, yeah. What do you like dress a, up as? Not like, 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 um, like I love a guy in a jock strap. I consider that a costume. Yeah. Or like if he'll put like uh, a wrestling slinglet on and like wrestle or whatever, mm-hmm. like. Every once in a while, it's just fun to like. Try like sometimes I, sometimes I like if like you know. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 never mind. I, for, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot what Next question. <laughs> What's your celebrity crush? Oh, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Really? <laughs> Interesting. Andy Samberg, for sure. What's been like the wildest traveling experience you've ever had? Because you've traveled the world. Yeah. Uh, as a far place, as place like if you had to leave LA to go live somewhere else, where would that place Paris. be? Paris. Paris. Mm-hmm. What about it? Just because it's and a magical nothing. City. I wouldn't even. I feel like I wouldn't need nothing crazy. Just like a dope ass apartment. Um, in Paris would be sick. I used to take my family on an international trip every December for years and years. Uh, for two weeks, uh, we went all over the world. But my favorite trip I took my mom and my sister to was India. Oh, wow. Have you ever been to India? No. The most magical experience because you're almost in this time machine. Mm -hmm. And it's taking you back to like the 40s or 30s. And I love history and architecture. And thankfully, unlike other parts of the world, it's remained and intact. And war did not destroy it. And it's so special. Like, And also the best hotels in the world. Oh, wow. I've stayed at in India. Like my favorite was this one in the middle of a lake. You had to get there by a gondola. It's called the Lake Palace, I think in Judaipur. And you arrive, it was like out of a movie. They had one of those umbrellas, an umbrella handler came. You walk under the umbrella as somebody on the roof is throwing rose petals at you. That's crazy. And it's so proper. They have high tea every night. And it's, it's, it's like... the. If you get married again, you got to go honeymoon in India for three weeks. I would love that. Yeah. Three Are you going to get married again? Do you do you visualize that in your cards? I do. Yeah. Yes. I would love to get married again. Yeah. And it, I think it's so important. I want to have more children as well. I kind of want to have kids now, like as soon as possible. How many? Uh, I mean, uh, after one more, I'll see how I feel. Um, Cause I have a, I had a very tough pregnancy. I was, I had morning sickness for 24 hours a day for nine months. Oh God. What? Oh, God. So I threw up all day, every day for almost a year. It that, was, yeah, that's kind of traumatizing. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I mean, Sebastian came out nine pounds, two ounces. 
Um, for like as much as I threw up and didn't eat, he took everything out of my body. But um, yeah, I want to have more children. I want to get married again. I want to. I want a family. Yeah. I see that happening for you. I hope the so. The time is now. The time is now, right? Because damn, the only thing that don't stop is time. Before yeah. you know it, it's gonna be like twenty twenty. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't, I, I don't give up on love. Um, I like that. Do you talk about that in your book? Uh, because I feel like a lot of women and men, but I feel more women because we're more emotional creatures. Mm-hmm. We take the bullshit that happened in our past relationships and we ruin you the can't. current situation because we're so stuck on, oh my God, he did me dirty. Well, that was your last relationship. Well, I mean, Let's like, I, I feel like, I, I mean, even being with Val now, I mean, you think that I'm not scared of that? Like, I'm terrified. I'm ter- I'm divorced. I'm a mom and I'm divorced. And so, like, moving on and falling in love with someone else it's like do i really want to fucking do this and then it's like you know what amber don't be bitter open your heart up to love accept it and it feels amazing and and just and just go with it and that's exactly what i did and i'm and i'm happy you know and so We'll, well see. I have to get going, but I think ending on love for me, you guys can continue as long as you want, mm-hmm. is a good thing. Yeah. Les deseo amor. Aww. Como dice mi madre, amor, dinero y felicidad. Claro. And we're about to wrap this up too, but one last thing for both of you guys. What do you, we'll start with Amber, what do you want to be remembered for? Uh, I I don't know. I, I don't, I don't want to say. I don't think I really care what people remember me for. As long as the people that know me and love me um, know exactly who I am and what's in my heart, that's all that matters. Everyone else, can I can give a shit. I love that. What I want to be remembered as being the best dad. Oh, That's awesome. Not, you are not amazing, even a good dad. dad. Not even a yeah. good dad. And do you a want good more dad's kids? not good enough. Yeah. I want to be remembered as the best dad. And do you want more kids? If I had Oprah money, I would have like four kids. <laughs> How is it with two kids? It's great, is but it like, it's expensive. Yeah. And I have anxiety related to finances. Yeah. I was Ooh. like, you know, LA, it ain't cheap and kids are expensive. Blah, blah, blah. So like if, if I come into a lot of money, then I would be open to having more. <laughs> yeah. But uh, two is expensive. Yeah. yeah. Private schools and nanny and For sure. everything. Like I'm a single parent. And also it's like making sure I have enough. Like this is, I don't want to end it on a morbid thought, but like making sure I have enough money saved. So if I were to die. and Yeah. Like, you think about all that as yeah, a parent. Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely do. 100%. I love it. I follow you on Snapchat and I see how you are with your kids. And it's every filter on Snapchat, you use it with them. And That's, you, they're, they love that yeah, I love parents that are just really hands on because you don't get that a lot you actually well, that's get... why I have to wrap up I have to go take my son to karate yeah. class <laughs> that is so you get God. the opposite you get a lot of people who are like I never met my father you know oh, what I mean but that yeah. won't be your kid's story so that's no. dope I applaud you on that I mean, I'll also be an embarrassing dad, too, but I kind of love that. Me okay. too. I think all kids kind of go through that. Like, mom, really? Stop kissing. Like, no, I'm going to be like, honey, are you giving your wife orgasms? <laughs> are you are you making sure she... I'm going to be like, uh, like Barbara Streisand. I'll yeah. meet the fuckers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. That's well, awesome. thank you, guys. Thank you, Amber, for you. joining us. Thank you, Perez. Thank you for the That's opportunity. That's the only sex questions you had for me? We have Those more. were a lot of sex we questions. Have, we, okay, I have one more. Well, let bye. him go. Perez, bye. go, go, go bye, take Felicia. him. All right. Bye. <laughs> Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 
Hey, it's your girl Amber Rose, and you're listening to Risque with Roxy and Ruby. From one bad bitch to another, these ladies know what's up. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. So I have another sex question for you, Amber. What's the craziest thing a guy has asked you to do to him? And did you agree, or is it good to please him at all costs? You know, I'll be honest, I, I haven't really gotten anything crazy from yeah. a guy. Usually it's just traditional, not like missionary traditional, but kind of just nothing super kinky. I don't really run into those guys ever. Really? Mm-hmm. Because what about location-wise? Like, for example, no. me, I've had one of my best um, sexual experiences on a slide of a playground. And it was just like a random moment. We were by the beach. We happened to go down the street. There was an elementary school. And then I was like, oh, my God, let's go check out the playground. And it was like the perfect position because of the slide. Oh. You know what I mean? So any crazy location for you? Or maybe just like outside. Like nothing. No, nothing crazy. (laughs) No. I swear. I swear. I can imagine Amber being just like very, uh, una mujer apasionada, just like very passionate. That's probably why people, why men fall in love with you because you give it, you, you give it your all. Yeah. Te entregas por completo. You know, men love when you, when a woman is just like, soy toda tuya. I'm all yours. Yeah. I'm very that. Yeah. Well, that's because I have a lot of guy friends. I think I have more guy friends than girlfriends. Yeah. And they tell me that nowadays they love I don't know how how they say it in in, in English. It's como el, el, el beso negro. I don't know what. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what are you trying to say? Yeah, like they like women to kiss and go down like oh. eat their ass yes why don't you just say that ruby yes <laughs> ruby you better girl you better ruby. get it together <laughs> it's so funny it's so funny because ruby is a freak like yeah. she's really you know she but, <laughs> but i think it's and i i love because ruby and my i parents are very, might be listening oh wow <laughs> they better why, get used to it this is why the podcast works because she's very you know like oh my god my dad probably would kick her ass if she dated a oh, black guy you, you know what i mean like if you very traditional. even like when my mom sits in the audience of my show i mean she fuck she gets it and because i tell the audience i'm like look i'm gonna say pussy dick fuck suck ass eating ass eatery <laughs> i'm gonna say everything and my mom's like all right honey she got thumbs up like go ahead girl this is your show girl you know um because we're grown as fuck so who cares but to eat ass would i eat a man's ass i, I think i would um you know i think guys nowadays aren't really open a, a lot of them aren't open like that um they you know or they find it gay which is not gay if it's coming from a woman it's never gay it's not gay you guys it's okay um but yeah i i you know i'd be open to it really but they have to be like super because guys are not as clean as we are they're they're not no they're not but yeah it's straight out the shower you know but But then my whole thing is like a man on all fours (laughs) is not sexy to me so um it has to be in a, he has to be in a very masculine position. Exactly, because the visual, I'm very visual. Yeah. And if I see him, like, no. I yeah. And you know what? I know But I feel like when you go down on him and you kind of like lick on his balls and you kind of get the taint, which is in between his ass and his balls, um, you know, a lot of guys like that. And then you just kind of slip your tongue down there. It's not really a big deal. 
Yeah, uh, well, they say the G spot for the man is like in his, is it in his ass or close to the ass? In the but, prostate, exactly. But if if they admit it, I feel like they're gonna think people are gonna think they're gay, so they they probably won't, you know. And that's why, and they be probably fingering their ass when they get home and they exactly. masturbate. Exactly, and we know yeah. you're famous for making that comment. So a lot of men probably <laughs> I didn't, didn't like say that. nothing. You know what I mean? But they'll never admit it. Maybe your yeah. girlfriend will reveal it, but they'll never admit it. But Amber, okay, we love you, Mama. Thank yes. you so much. Thank for you for having by. me. Thank you so much. And um. Just keeping it real, man. That's really what we do on the podcast. Keep it real. No limits. We talk about booty licking and everything. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you guys next week. And make sure you download the app to listen to us every single week. Brand new episode every single Wednesday. Adios. We'll see you next week. Adios. Adios. chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 